Hello, everyone. This is Sonata Allison. You're listening to episode 67 of the Parallel Podcast, where we talk about sexuality as it should be. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Parallel Podcast. So, as you guys can see, we'll be talking about pleasure today. Um, but I did an episode with a uh, one of my TikTok friends named Childlike Manny because I'm starting this series where I speak to Christians that I feel like are doing cool things uh, while also being unashamed about their relationship with Jesus. So a piece of our conversation um, and also listening to uh, a talk about creation really piqued my interest and drew some conclusions for me about sexuality why it's hard for people to navigate without that understanding also (laughs) that episode will probably coming out next week um or in the near future so i actually have you know um recorded some episodes for that already so definitely looking forward to that so if there's anybody you guys think that i should um have on the podcast that could talk about sexuality but also also their talent i would love to do that so you guys can dm me you can put it in the comments on TikTok, put it in the comments on Instagram. You can put it in the NGL link for as an anonymous question. Um, definitely do that. So that will be a good time. Um, but yeah, so I, you know, the talk that I was watching, uh, listening to, um, spoke about the importance of speaking about the basics because that's where the depth of, is actually found, which sounds um, incorrect and wrong and kind of confusing, but that's really what it comes down to. Like a similar example of that would be the gospel. The gospel is a very simple thing, um, but it's also wildly deep and profound and uh, beautiful. Um, so, you know, we're talking about pleasure this week and we are literally built for pleasure. When God formed man in the garden, um, that's what he, that's what that was, a, a continuous experience of pleasure. So that's what we'll be talking about today. So when I was speaking to Emmanuel, he said that he can see that murder is wrong, but he couldn't see how sex before marriage was bad when he didn't fully understand. So at this time in his life, he, you know, before he came to the understanding, he was thinking like, I can see that murder is wrong because you're killing another person. But when it comes to sex, it's like, who am I actually hurting? Um, And that may sound so simple, but the table talk I was listening to um, by the light bearers, um, one of the guys spoke about how it's the basic things that we need to spend more time on not the conspiracy theories and the what ifs, but the basic truths. And then that same vein at the basis, it's hard to understand how a good thing like sex is bad. And I think that's why Christians just go off and do it because it feels good and it makes the other person you're with feel good as well, you know, well, if you're doing it right. Um, so Manny's, I don't I don't know why I keep, I just, I just said this man's name three different ways, but Manny's comparison is beautiful and it's a beautiful way to in a basic way explain the dilemma of parental uh sorry parental (laughs) premarital sex especially when you've um sat in church services and attended churches that demonize sex as an attempt to encourage people to avoid premarital sex instead of actually teaching the benefits of waiting for this beautiful pleasurable thing um so what we don't see uh is you know a lot of things through god's perspective a lot of our life you know we wonder why god's doing something or what he's doing but we can't see everything like he can see everything there are so many things we don't fully understand but we still trust him and i'm gonna tell y'all 
the fact that a huge bus can drive really fast and lift off into the air and stay there for hours on end literally blows mine. My uncle's a pilot and explained to me how it works and I still don't get it. I don't think I ever will. Actually, I'll never understand it. And this is a perfect example of what I want to speak about today. My uncle, a pilot, the man who flies the Airbus, and if you haven't caught on yet, I'm talking about airplanes. Um, but the person who's in charge of taking these Airbus eye into the air understands the intricacies of everything that goes on in getting him off the ground and in the air and staying there. And he's telling me how it works and how to approach it. And still, I don't understand how a huge, it's the same thing with cruises. How are these huge boats just sitting on the water and I fall straight through? The same thing with birds. How they just up in the air, but I try to fly and I'm falling. It don't make no sense. But back to the, back to the air, airplane thing. I don't understand it, but I trust him. I trust my uncle when he says that it's going to work. And I trust every time that when I get up in the air, for the most part, that I will make it to my destination safely. I don't understand it, but I still trust. I think that is a key part in waiting for sex. The Bible tells us that sex before marriage is the only sin against our, one of the only sins against our body. Um, First Corinthians 6, 18. So we need to hear that and then trust it. Like just take him at his word. Our God is a just God. He means what he says and he never has to go back and say, oh shoot, I made a mistake. I actually meant this. Um, So sex before marriage is not (laughs) self-love. Okay. And I know that's really preached in the world, you know, just like get yours. No, I'm saying that self-love. No, it's not. You're sinning against your own body. But also you're sitting against your temple, like letting someone in who's not committed to loving you. Like, think about that. This person does not even, he don't, they don't even like you enough to stay with you for a long period of time. Okay. And even if they are, you're, you know, in addition to that, you are sitting against someone else's body and against the God that you serve. Um, And it may seem like a simple act to receive pleasure, but it's also a very selfish and self-defeating act as well. And I use the word self-defeating because, yes, you may enjoy it momentarily, but it doesn't last. And even if you are having sex with someone you plan on spending the rest of your life with, you're still causing your partner to do an act that causes harm to their relationship with God. Like, that's really, that's actually big. You're actually, you're you're coercing and causing your partner to do something that hurts the God that you both serve. So, and you're also serving, you're also hurting God as well in your relationship with him so even if you're still at a place where you don't fully understand why you should wait the you know the plain analogy is an is a testament to even when you don't understand trust god because he knows what's best um but the bible also tells us to seek understanding this is all throughout the bible and that includes so many different mediums there's poetry quotes in the bible there's different metaphors from that time um in 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 history. So we're allowed to look to things like this podcast and other literature and people to understand as much as possible about why Christ calls us to wait. Um, There's also a verse in the Bible that as children of God, we're responsible for everything that he reveals to us. And, you know, for all my scammers out there, that doesn't mean you get off the hook because you don't take the time to understand why you shouldn't be having sex before marriage. You are still being held accountable because you know what the Bible says that you, you know, that, a blanket statement at the basis you're not supposed to be having sex and you're continuing in, st- in sin just because you don't quote unquote understand and that's not that's not how it works because you're forgetting that the lord sees your heart okay he can see you and in your intent if you think that because you haven't specifically seen 
in writing <laughs> the why that you're free of sin, you, you're doing it wrong and you ain't fooling, you ain't fooling God. So that's that. But the part that I really want to share with you guys from the table talk uh, um, is when they spoke about the Garden of Eden and how the word Eden actually means pleasure when it's, when it's translated. So imagine the world has warped pleasure so much to a worldly thing to the point that the church has bought into that lie as well. Imagine the perfect garden that God created literally translates to pleasure. Can you like do y'all are y'all hearing me? Are y'all hearing me? So we're supposed to be experiencing pleasure. He created mankind to dwell with him in a pleasurable state. And I've spoken about this before, um, but pleasure is not just sexual. So we need to change our mindset about that. So when we desire pleasure, we can look for it in, in positive um, ways that do not include um, sin. So pleasure can be um, finally taking off your bra after a long day. Okay. And y'all know how that feels. Pleasure is having a hard conversation, but coming out the end of it closer. Pleasure is spending time in nature. Pleasure is spending time with God in worship, exercising. There's so many different things that um, define pleasure. Um, all those things are pleasure. So instead of seeking sexual pleasure, you can find pleasure in other ways that don't include sin. Um, so now, now you can see like pleasure is a good thing. It was created by God and he alone he alone knows how it's defined. So he desires us to experience pleasure. And man not being alone was a part of that. Sexual pleasure was in the design before sin entered. Um, and so was being fruitful and multiplying. So sex came before the fall, meaning it's not a part of the uh, consequences of sin. Sin did not warp. It's not a part of like what sin warped in the world. Um, and briefly, some people may be confused why people speak about things happening before the fall and the significance of that so before the fall everything was in perfect uh alignment it was exactly as it was supposed to be man was in perfect communion with god and with the things around them so when we see that sex was a part of that uh original design that debunks any opinions or false teachings that sex is bad and even after the fall, you won't find one verse that speaks negatively about sex by itself. You will only see uh, verses about sexual immorality. So immoral acts and just just because humans are misusing something that doesn't make that thing inherently evil. Um, it's the same as if someone is trying to use the back of a hammer to floss. That is a user error, okay? <laughs> that has nothing to do with, you know, there's nothing wrong with the hammer and it's intended intended use like that's user error but the devil loves that confusion and perversion of god's creation and and because of the fall we only experience pleasure that is fleeting and i want you to remember pleasure is not just sexual so you know i look forward to pleasure the pleasure of being sinless free of sadness fearless that is pleasure being full of peace and being full of joy that is God's original plan and he will return us back to that um in eternity um but for now we we have to kind of live in this space and the bible says not to be uh the bible says to be in the world but not of it so you know it's kind of it's hard being here as you as you guys already know pleasure is always fleeting it, the things that we think are going to cause us like 
immense pleasure for a long period of time sometimes don't even really give us the pleasure we thought we'd have in the beginning um and you know a lot of the things that we see disintegrate we are we are slowly um i don't want to use the word disintegrating but like you know we're all destined for death at some point on this earth if god doesn't come back um before that happens for you so pleasure is very fleeting here um so you have to find your pleasure in things that are long lasting and on this earth the most long lasting thing really is a marriage um or i guess a job but that's also like you don't know if you'll even still be in that job um but the lord is wise and he understands that in commitment in the safety of marriage sex is what it's supposed to be sex sex is beautiful um and that is why we wait so i just wanted you guys to get comfortable with the understanding that sex is supposed to be pleasurable that it is a good thing and even if you don't understand the weight at least honor your creator and the creator of pleasure the one who knows it's this design and the only person who can define it um and trust that he knows why why we need to wait and also seek understanding um in the negative effects of not waiting until marriage and the positive effect, uh, the positive effects of waiting till marriage because there are even atheists who have research on the benefits of waiting so it's not just a god thing like it's literal like the things that a lot of the time what happens in in history is the world is just catching up to what the bible already said there's so many examples of that and i think waiting for sex until marriage is another example of that that even atheists are now researching and seeing how like the negative effects of hookup culture and not waiting to develop as a human being and all that good stuff um before having sex so just trust the one who wants you to experience pleasure that's he wants good and perfect for his children and one of the ways you can do that is by you know allowing sex to be in its full glory and beauty in the right context so hope you guys enjoyed today's episode um as you guys know you can follow the parallel at the parallel pod on instagram tiktok youtube um go like up the youtube comment all that good stuff um let me guys let me know what you guys want me to do future topics on um let me guys let me know what you guys um have enjoyed from the podcast in the past and as you guys know remember to speak the truth in love Kiss the sun and I'll be talking to you guys next week. Bye.